Aloha. Shout out Pearl Harbor, by the way. We're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. You're listening to episode number 511. Thank you for listening. Uh, one show note for listeners of this show. It, we're in bachelor season. Bachelor season has started. If you're interested at all, most of the people that listen don't watch. So you have that going for you. Um, check out my Bachelor podcast that I do with the great Jay Stew, Jason Stewart. The Bachelor Lifestyle. Look that up wherever you get podcasts because it's going strong. It's a good season. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us here at this show, you can you can send us an email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. address and I, I might have to stop giving that out because I've pointed out recently that some son of a bitch... Signed me up to the Shen Yun collection at mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com. And now I'm getting fucking Shen Yun jewelry recommendations every time I open that email once a week to do the show. And then some other asshole I saw today, just now, as I was preparing the show document, some other asshole signed me up for Taylor Nation. Dot com updates, which I believe is the is something to do with Taylor Swift. And also, I thought you had to acknowledge that it was your email when you signed up for something because I didn't acknowledge shit. And now I'm getting Taylor Swift and this Shen Yun every week. And were, were he still alive, I would say walk off HPP is the kind of person that would do this. But he passed a while back from too much ass consumption, I believe. So because Paul overconsumed ass and we lost him, somebody else is taking his mantle and is doing his deviance and signing me up for shit that I don't want to be on. Mailbag at the baller lifestyle.com. That's the email address. Additionally, you can call us 949464 TBLS. I had, a, I had an in-person, I had a live voicemail sesh with the with voicemail legend katie shady this weekend when i texted her and asked her for about a recipe and then she called and she was obliterated she won't mind me saying i don't think when she called me to give me the details on the recipe so that was delightful but you can call here and we'll play it on the show 949-464-TBLS once one more item we would appreciate it if you supported the show by giving us $5 a month. In return, you will get all the bonus content that we do. You get my soulless, soulless, it, I mean, Freudian. <laughs> you get my solo show occasionally every week, as far as you know, bonus Bry. I do that. I do that there. I post it to the red circle page. You get all the bonus content we do here every single week where we do where we save our most ribald topics for later and we give them to the people that subscribe. It's $5. Sign up by clicking the link in the show notes. Be a 
peach of a person. We would appreciate it. I am joined now, as always, by dear friend, co-host of the show, Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well, although I have a, a small bone to pick oh, with one of our me. listeners. Oh, is it my penis size bone? I, <laughs> I believe, yes. although I never really pay attention, when I when I see my mentions or whatever, I, I yeah. think it was Ben 906. Oh, the great Ben 906, 75 hard participant, kicking yeah, ass. Well, so I, I was just talking about... I was just talking about my uh, how I like to be efficient with the toothpaste tube, but he's like weird. Yeah, that's serial killer shit. But go on. Yeah, no, I would say serial killer for the people who just squeeze in the middle. What? What are you doing? Crazy. No, I squeeze. I squeeze from the end. That's what I do. But I'm not depression era out here trying to get the last squeeze out of it. I I find it to be a challenge. But the problem is my my family. Yeah. They all just squeeze willy nilly. Yeah. My one son will leave the cap off. So <sighs> we have we have four different toothpaste tubes in our house. We don't share. I don't my, want that. My, I grew uh, up with my, two sisters that had shitty disgusting. toothpaste disgusting. etiquette, and so I was like, I, I'm going to live in a house where I do my own thing. Yeah, Michelle doesn't do it right. She squeezes in the middle. So in I'm the middle. So I, I just can't take that. But then Ben, I believe Ben. If it's not you. Well, I don't know. I'm not really that sorry, but um, he's like, well, I I picked Ed Daly for that. He probably waters down uh, Robitussin for his kids. I'm like, wait, so you're calling me a, like a cheap piece of shit? Like, what? Yeah. I'm 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 shortchanging my kids on medication. I am yeah. not a cheap person. Oh. We all have our toothpaste yeah. tubes in my house. I just right. like mine to not be disgusting. No, you're the opposite of cheap. You're you got four toothpaste going in the house. Ed Daly's fucking Mister. Daddy Warbucks, Eddie Warbucks over here. With <laughs> so what? many toothpaste. Fuck you, Ben. You thinking yeah. I'm watering down water yeah. uh, medication wow. for my kids? Ben, piece of shit. Bowling correspondent. Ben, next we're going to find out he's going two-handed up there in Ohio. Jeez. Unbelievable. Um, I lost. Oh, speaking of that, it's my adult son. The way the house is laid out here. Yeah. We all kind of have our own bath. Well, I mean, me and my super hot girlfriend, Shan, we share a bathroom and we have our own toothpaste. And I believe she's, she's a middle of the tube squeezer, but she, she uses that arm and hammer. Oh, speaking of the great, speaking of serial killers, army hammer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The great army hammer. She uses that arm, that baking soda toothpaste. And yikes, you accidentally fucking run into that sometime. It is disgusting. It's like it's like when you accidentally you go to grab a beer and somebody's fucking chew spit is in it or a cigarette. It's like, yeah. whoa, oh my God. So we have our own toothpaste. But, you know, growing up, I had I had a brother and I grew up with a brother and a sister. We're half, half brother and sister. And for the whole of my life, these fucking disgusting people would leave disgusting toothpaste blobs in the goddamn sink. Yes. And I'd be like, hey. What the fuck are you doing? Like, just w- rinse it down. When you're done brushing your teeth, rinse. I don't know how it's falling, how you're using so much toothpaste that a big chunk of But it occasionally just, a chunk might fall, but then yeah, you rinse it. Rinse it. You're, you're not just a fucking animal. It. Just look at the fucking sink when you're done. And, you know, people do this with their whiskers too. You know, it's like, hey, just give it a fucking once over and rinse it down. And so I grew up with that. And then for the life of me, they could never fucking figure it out until I was adult and moved away. And now I got this, now I got kids 
And my adult son is his his bathroom, the one that's closest to his bedroom, is like the powder room of the house, but it's got a shower in it, so that's like his. This fucking guy is brushing his teeth and he's leaving this toothpaste. And I'm like, hey, you got to rinse that down. He's like, oh, sorry. Didn't notice. How can you not? But that's the, that's my origin story. I had this issue with my two sisters. I'm like, I don't want to share shit. I like to just be clean and everything not leave. And if you leave the, the cap off, then it like adds like a film to the edge of your toothpaste. Like you can't leave the cap off overnight. And so I go with my own shit. Yeah. Don't call me a cheapskate. Fuck face. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. Ben. I don't blame you. It'd be, it'll be especially funny if it wasn't Ben. I'm really hoping it wasn't. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I, I looked, but I don't actually care. I just, yeah. just wanted to set the record straight, but I don't really care. Oh God. Shit. No, I understand. No, I'm with you. No, I wouldn't want people thinking that about me. I would have to straighten people out. Absolutely. Yeah. I get, I get mischaracterized every fucking week on this show by all these motherfuckers out there. So I understand. Uh, do we care about the Super Bowl? Was the, was the, I thought it was I, a good I, game. I know it was tails never fails in overtime, but was the uh, was the original no, heads heads won heads won both times both the start but of the game. I, I I didn't pay attention to overtime yeah. toss, but uh, I know heads won heads the won. Uh, the opening. Yeah, kickoff. I mean it's look still still it would be embarrassing to call heads. So tails was still the right call, even if I, it, even if you I read decide. a lot of people criticizing Tony Roma. I actually don't mind him. I, you know what? I don't either. And he was, he was making a good point about the 49ers that they needed to fucking, because look, the way that game went in the first half, the 49ers should have built a big, healthy lead. And right. Tony Romo was like, you got to keep running the ball. You, you've you gone away from the run. Go back to the run. And then they go back to the run and they start doing well again. And they put themselves in a position to win the game, but it was too late. Like he has, I don't mind him. Like he's a super fan and he gets all excited and you got, you got these. Fucking- what, what's worse are the guys who aren't excited about anything. Yeah. yeah. You, you got the, you got these nose Tariko. in the air pieces of shit like Jason Stewart others that are fucking too good for everything they want the most fucking boring dull broadcast you can have and look i like i like tony romo and i like him screaming at the end of the game when jim nance wants to say something but oh also, yeah he he wanted that he had that jackpot line all lined up yeah. well, because it's vegas Ooh, yeah. you got this oh that's so dumb i hate that i hate that and then, but then did you hear I don't know if Tony Romo's getting fired or what, but then they like told each other that they loved each other at the end of the yeah. game. And, and Tony's like, I love they're breaking up this team. Yeah. They're, they're breaking up this team. Yeah. Um, but, and there was another time where like, maybe it was the final drive. Maybe it was the, the winning drive, but it was third and six. And he's like, I think you need to drop back. You're not going to blitz Patrick Mahomes. They blitzed yeah. him and yeah. it failed. Yeah. Oh no. He called that a hundred percent. He called because they were showing blitz and he's like, they're not going to blitz here because that would be stupid. And then they did it. And he's like, you don't, you can't do that against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That was a great call. No, he's, he does more good than harm in my right. opinion. It's not perfect, but like yeah. it, it, he was, he, he was taking a beating from what I saw today. Yeah. And I thought he was fine. I did notice in the, at the beginning, and I don't know if this was a barb from Nance, who's got his own hair issues, but he was like, you know, they were doing a stand up like before they went to the actual game. And he, I think they were going to like a pre produced piece or something. He goes, and Jim Nance goes, Hey, 
Tony, you know, like he's like, uh, let's go ahead with your piece or something. And I'm like, oh my God, he's talking about his fucking toupee. So <laughs> fucked up. Never call attention to it. That's the what's rule number one of hair systems. Never point out that somebody has them. Very hurtful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I also saw J.J. Watt, uh, people were giving him shit. Somebody said uh, he looks like he's, his hair is, is made up oh, yeah. for the 2002 prom. Yeah, that was, yeah, he's, he got, he, before the game, you know, he had one of those big buckets, like my buddy Spence used to have on the counter in his bathroom, of of Depp or L.A. Yeah. Looks gel, and you just get a big old handful, like, whack, 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 get it all spiked up in there. He's letting us know. J.J. Watt's letting us know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's a pretty good Super Bowl overall. Picked up, sure. started off slow. I didn't like. Up. I didn't care about the teams. I, I bet the Chiefs. So like, I had that interest. Yeah. But like, you know, overall, yeah. for for a game between two teams, I don't give a shit about. I thought it was a pretty entertaining game. Yeah, for sure, hundred uh, percent. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about the real interesting stuff, like people who died. Mm. Just tell us who was dead now. It's a sad segment, very sad, and it will not be an update on who's alive, nope. let's get a tragic update, tragic update, cause Ed Daly has been keeping up on who just died, yep. cause we're about to hear from Ed on which celebrities are dead, so tell me who died, Ed, who died? Um, Kelvin Kiptum, the world record marathon holder from Kenya, 24 years old. He and his coach died in a car crash. Oh, uh, that was it in Kenya? Kenya? It was in Kenya. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like that's how most people died. Now, is he the guy that he set that world record, but it was with the special, those carbon fiber shoes from Nike? Oh, I don't know. Remember He's only that? 24. I, yeah, I know there's been some Nike hijinks over yeah, the years. The, but. And he had pacers, which apparently is illegal. So they would have different guys run out there and run really fast. And he would just have to keep up with them. And then they'd fade out and they'd bring in another pacer to keep him at that world record pace. So it kind of wasn't up to him. I don't know if that was him, though. Or any, yeah. Either way, RIP, very young. Uh hmm. Oh, yeah. To- Toby Keith dies, 62 yeah. years old, country musician. He yeah. had stomach cancer, I believe. Very sad. Yes, that is nice. Uh, there's, a, there's a great story about Chris Christopherson and That's him yeah. having a little run-in. Yeah. <laughs> and the punch, the yeah. punchline was Waylon Jennings said, he's doing a country what, <laughs> what pantyhose did to finger fucking. It's classic. Yeah, this is a classic. <laughs> I mean, there's not really... I. It's my understanding that Toby Keith later saw the error of his ways and he was kind of young in the, at that time and, and yeah. made up with those guys. But that's, you know, that's not a legacy you want. Well, I think he was a, uh, I, I think he was probably smarter than he let on. He was, yeah. he was really capitalizing on the 9-11 shit. Really, yeah. Freedom fries, all that. Yeah. That was, that became his, uh, that was his, his goldmine really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wayne Kramer, guitarist, MC5, 75 years old, pancreatic cancer. Oof. No coming yeah, back. That's a tough one. And Wayne Kramer was, he was a guy, he was, you know, in the MC5 proto punk Detroit band, right? And then he ran into drug. 
He had a very bad drug, I believe, heroin problem. And he was in and out of prison because of it. And then later, yeah, later turned to activism and really spent his life helping people stay out of jail and rehabilitate themselves. So that's a sad one. Well, good for him. 75 is a good run for somebody who was. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, all the drug problems. Yep. And uh, Mojo Nixon, musician, radio host, 66 years old, heart attack. Died, Ed, at sea on the Outlaw Country Cruise. Oh. So put that in, put that, uh, chalk that one up to um, known illness. He had a heart attack on the ship. Is there a doctor in the house? No. Yeah. yeah. And, (laughs) you know, they keep the, I knew a guy that, because the ship just keeps going. They put you in the ship's morgue or whatever. And they just continue the crew. So Mojo had to cool, had to be on ice for, you know, whatever day. It was probably sure. only a three-day cruise, but still, like, you know, I knew a guy that was on like a 16-day fishing trip where they go way out in the Pacific on a boat and they just fish for tuna. Some guy died like on the second day. Uh, and they just he's sleeping him, with the fish. Yeah, they just put him down there with in the ice. Sure. They, what are you gonna they, do? He's gonna stink up things. Yeah. And I believe he was like there with someone like with his son or something. Like it was uh, like I'm like, oh, this sounds like the worst trip ever. But everybody's <laughs> paying like nine grand to go out and fish for tuna. They ain't turning around. Right? Well, exactly. No rules. Yeah. He's, waters. he's not gonna mind. No, no, he's yeah, what's he gonna say about it? You know, does he <laughs> well maybe they refund his trip, you know? He's not he's not getting well it. he did do two of the days, so maybe they only gave it back a few grand. <laughs> exactly. Uh okay, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my crew rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. And before we talk about what happened in sports, I'm just noticing. So we've had we had two cancer death this, deaths this week. Yeah, one Toby Keith's stomach. Dwayne Kramer, pan- pancreatic. Now both are not. It's these. Neither of those are diagnoses. Diagnoses that you're hoping for. Right. But I I would argue because you got. Pancreatic, you go. That's a ah, zero comeback. Yeah, and, and it's like I feel like shit. And you go to the doctor, and the doctor goes, "Oh yeah, you got, hey, you got less than three months." Yeah, get your fair in fares in order. It's over. Whereas stomach, I mean, this Toby Keith, he's had cancer for many, many years. He's, oh really? Oh, I think at least five or six years. I've been hearing about his cancer. So that stomach, I would argue. If we had to rank cancers, stomach amongst the worst cancers you can be diagnosed. Yes. Now, if if we're ranking cancers, I number one, I think you got to go dick, right? Like that's the if you had to pick, I, last it would be bad. It's just 
I've heard of miraculous stories of everything, but pancreatic, it's just it's over. the the miracle is how long you can yeah. last. It's yeah. it's awful. The worst. They, it's you only survive it if they find it by accident. Like if you have something else wrong with you and they like your gallbladder or your appendix bursts or something, and they go in there, they go, Oh, you got a fucking pancreas a, a cancerous pancreas, and they catch it in time. Because once you notice something wrong, you're fucked. It's over. Yeah. But I still say dick. Also, like Eddie Van Halen, tongue. Tongue. Or, or it's Michael Douglas. Douglas. Throat. Yeah. 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 Anything where they like ha- have to cut pieces oh, of, yeah. of you what off a- that you need. What about uh where you have to get the the, the trach? Yeah, see? Throat. Throat, throat. cancer. Fuck that. Esophageal. Get the and that's from that's from you know yeah being generous being a, a good dutiful lover mm-hmm. you know that's I mean that's one of the worst ones for sure uh, what happened in sports this weekend well our first story kind of uh, piggybacks on the RIP this is uh, I don't this is terrible but maybe quick so maybe not the worst way oh, yeah soccer player died in after being struck by lightning in Indonesia <sighs> yeah I mean. It's awful, but you don't I, I know it happened. It, it, all of a sudden, you're playing, and then that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's just one thing. One, you're. I mean, it's it's much more awful from everybody around you that just sees your charred. Yeah, corpse. there. Yeah, I don't appreciate TMZ showing the before and during picture. Oh, hold on, I need to see this now. I know, like here in and in civilized places, they because they call it. You see in college football a lot. Where they're like, you got to have that half hour after the last, yeah, the, uh, and, lightning or thunder, and it's like if it's seen within like fifty miles or something, they go, okay, we're stopping. Which, but I don't, I feel like an Indo. Oh man, there's a picture of it. That's what I'm saying. It's like Whoa. a picture. Poor guy. Oh my god. They took the <laughs> also. I mean, and luck, luckily for his, the defender. Wasn't playing good D, so he no. had a lot of space around him. Yeah, he was wide open, and, and and fewer people in the fans than the uh, than the Saudi league. I mean, there's just there's yeah. Not, well, not it, look, there. it's pouring and lightning. Yeah. People are like fuck this. I don't want to die to watch Indonesian soccer. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh no, there's a video of it. Hold on. I don't know. Oh no. Oh, oh. I'm gonna call this. Oh man! Oh, oh shit! That I mean, look, that was either it's like in a movie that he insulted God and then he just gets the lightning bolt right at him. Yeah, that was either yes, yeah. It was. It looked like like something. in Caddyshack, where the where yeah. the guy's like, "You bastard!" or whatever when he misses the putt. Yeah, Reverend, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, that looks that looked like either Obama's drone program or you know something from Star Wars, where they're just like smite very that specific guy. to him, just him, just get that one guy, and then he just dunk, it's over. Yeah. Raj, Rahaja, Rahajra, who suffered a severe burn, oh no, Ed, was still breathing after the strike oh, and was transported to a low. First of all, first you get struck by lightning. I mean, talk about adding insult to injury. First, you're struck by lightning. Then you you survive it 
only to be rushed to an Indonesian hospital. You know, it's like, could she could have just, Oh, here's a picture of the dude. Oh, bad uniforms. It's as, they kind of they kind of have the Kraken colors. This there's no way this guy's a pro. Is this like a semi pro? I know what an athlete looks like. <sighs> He's okay? thirty five years old. old. Yeah. No, no. This is like a this is like a dad's league. They just got uniforms and shit. Uh, okay. R.I.P. That guy. What else is going on, Ed? Uh, Bo Jackson won a twenty one million dollar lawsuit against his niece and nephew who tried to extort him. And- Did they think he was easy to trick? Like what's they? What, this what isn't they, Herschel Walker. Bo knows. No, yeah, Bo. Yeah, and everybody well, loves Bo. Yeah, I know. He's he's like he's beloved by everyone. And what a piece of shit his niece, yeah. niece and nephew. Jesus. Yeah. Your own uncle. I'm sure he was generous to them. I'm sure he's from Alabama. You know, he's a sweet guy. Bo Jackson wore a stocking case. Wow. Hold on, we gotta get the details of this. Former professional baseball and football player, that's for fucking sure, Vincent Bo Jackson, a running back who won the Heisman Trophy at Auburn, has won a $21 million verdict in his civil case against his niece and nephew for trying to extort him. The February 2nd decision included a permanent protective order barring Thomas Lee Anderson and his sister, Erica M. Anderson Ross, from further bothering or contacting Jackson and his immediate family members. The Andersons must also stay at least 500 yards, much like Telly and a school from the Jacksons and remove the priest. Wait, remove from social media, any content about them. The lawsuit filed in April alleged that Jackson's relatives tried to extort. Okay. Well, what are the details of this? Oh, Jackson 61. Claim the harassment started in 2022 and included threatening social media posts and messages. Oh, see, because Bo might have some side pieces. That's my guess. Right. Public allegations, but that's his business. Public exactly. allegations that put him in a false light and public disclosure of private information intended to cause him severe emotional distress. He said Thomas Anderson wrote on Facebook that he would release photos, texts, and medical records to show america that he wasn't playing around well what's that mean so maybe they're not because maybe it's false and so they don't want to like say it the andersons with help from an atlanta attorney demanded the money exchange for ending their contact he said they threatened to appear at a restaurant near his home and disrupt a charity event he hosted in april like no one's going for this because everybody loves Bo. Yeah, th- these are just shitty niece and nephews yeah. who have nothing going on. Yeah. And we should find out what's up with Bo's sister because yeah. she fathered, I mean, she mothered, mothered. the, uh, the yes. whoever Anderson was fathered exactly. them. Exactly. Horrible. Horrible. Fuck these kids. Props to Joe. Although I don't, look, something tells me he's not going to be collecting his uh, $21 million judgment from them, but no. He's but I'm now they now they justice. now his shitty uh, relatives have to stay away from him. Yeah, fuck them. 100%. Man, if I could do that for like some family gatherings, there's just certain people in my family have yeah. to keep 500 yards. Would be amazing. Amazing, hundred percent. Yep. Uh, the Chiefs' Chris Jones was seen crying during Reba McIntyre's national anthem before the Super Bowl. I assume, like me, 
Yeah, he had the under. under. Yeah. What the fuck was that last bit? She said in the home of the brave, and then she goes, oh, like after that, like, what are you she doing? She down on it? She was probably a second under, and then she did this, like, took that over. Two, two second styling. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Yeah, that's bullshit. I mean, she had a she had a belt buckle. I know she was a rodeo queen, but she had a belt buckle the the size of a serving tray on. I don't know yeah. like how she towed it out there. And she was she was going fast, but you know, it was a tight what was it, 90 and a half seconds. It was it was going to be a tough uh situation, yeah. but she looked like she was in good shape. Yeah. And then that styling at the end was bullshit. Drug it out there. Well, you know, maybe like Nancy Pelosi, she had the her husband got down on it. You know, and she was she she had to manipulate the betting markets in order to for her husband to get some money out of the deal. I think that maybe smart on her part. Maybe. Yep. Uh, former wrestling star Billy Jack Haynes arrested after a police standoff. His wife was found dead in the couple's home. Billy Jack Haynes was he like a kind of a known guy right never heard of this guy i'm gonna look him up look I, a lot of people like he looks like a like a known jobber kind of guy yeah oh you mean like iron mike sharp the great the right canada's greatest athlete iron he's mike sharp or he's or, huge in this picture now let's see here okay hold on Feel, you know what wasn't there a movie billy jack i think he was going for that look with the hat so billy jack was a great movie it yeah was, he was like a vigilante this, there were so many vigilantes back in the 70s. Like, I know uh, somebody who was Charles. in the, the original Billy Jack. Oh, really? Yeah. Like Charles, Bron- Charles Bronson was a vigilante, even to the extent, what's his name? Um, Tom Laughlin. And this big old dick. But Billy Jack was a dude. And I think, was he, um, he had native an- ancestry, right? Yes. Wasn't there, there was an Indian theme. And he would come. he would come to a town, much like Kung Fu. Except an Indian version. He would come to a town and the town would be like, we don't like your kind around here, red man. And he'd be like, maybe like, add some fire water, Tonto. And then he would like go into a diner. Wreck wreck people. And he would just kick the living shit out of the whole fucking town. The whole movie was just him kicking everybody's fucking ass. And look, maybe we should do a Billy Jack. They're, I would find that available. Yeah, they're- Joe, or or Joe Don Baker in Walking Tall. Yes, there were a lot of these kind of movies. Yeah, retired wrestling star Billy Jack. So he must have gotten his name from because Billy. But yeah, Jack look at is if you scroll movie. down, he's wearing that hat. I think yeah. that's what Billy Jack wore. Yeah, he did. He did. He absolutely did. He didn't wear that satin jacket, but no, of course, wore the hat. No. Re- retired wrestling star Billy Jack Haynes, who grappled with the likes of Ric Flair and Randy Savage during his rest of his Oregon home. Oh, Haynes, 70. Oh, he had an 85-year-old wife. Maybe she died of natural causes. You never know. He's in police custody at a he local hospital. He's naturally tired of her. Yeah. She, Come she, on, you're 85. You should be out. Oh, I recognize this. I, 100%. Yeah, this guy was a known jobber. 100%. He's doing, he's doing the Jim McMahon where, where he puts the, you know, a lot of times you'll see this these days in as an attempt to hide the Adam's apple. But back in the day, guys would just throw, they'd have a, a headband. Yeah. A sweatband. And they just put it like right around the middle of their neck. What, what's that for? To keep I think it's neck to, dry. Well, yeah, it's to hide the waddle as you get older, I yeah. guess, but <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Boy, this is, 
I'm not mad at Billy Jack's outfit here. He's got he's really going with the green theme, like the emerald green. Yeah. The jacket is beautiful, and it's got his initials right there. It's I mean, but that hat is is clearly a, a nod yeah. to the the real yeah. Billy Jack. Yeah, definitely homage. And he's he's it is kind of it, it does kind of throw you off because he's got the he's got the choker on. He's wearing a speedo, obviously, as all wrestlers most wrestlers do, unless they wear the singlet, of course. And he's wearing a, a bright, shiny, satin, emerald green jacket with no shirt on underneath. So he's basically naked. And then it's got his initials right on the front, BJ. Which Pretty is, sweet. I mean. <laughs> Double entendre. Yeah, it's troubling. And and he's looking you in the eyes and he's smiling. It's just, yeah. it's a troubling. Yeah. <laughs> It's a troubling look. Usually, when someone makes eye contact with you, with you wearing a BJ jacket, yeah, yeah, you're a little ooh, worried. Ooh, did you scroll down to the last to the current condition of Billy Jack Haynes? Uh, I saw the wife standing out at such. Oh, all wait the way a second. Yeah, is that Sater yeah. Marty Croft? Yeah, because look, seventy is not that old these days no he looks way terrible for 70 he looks 90 and especially you know when a guy's pretty jacked in his 40s usually you can maintain that through later in life even if you're not you know still kicking ass in the gym but billy jack clearly let himself he stopped kicking ass at some point for sure (laughs) i'll tell you where he certainly didn't kick ass when he sat down in the barber's chair yeah (laughs) give me the geraldine ferraro <laughs> that is exact. That is the greatest description ever. He looks just like it. Amazing. Uh, on the show First Take, where everybody yells at each other. Yeah. Chris Russo called Dan Orlovsky a scrub when debating him. The former NFL quarterback responded, calling Russo classless. I mean, it's Matt. Oh, look. Mad Dog's on the spectrum, right? Like, that's his. That's yeah, his yeah. Right. There's something off with him, but also it's like, you know, I've done this before. Like when Matt Millen's trying to give draft advice and you're like, buddy, you're not allowed to, you're terrible at your job when you do this. But at the same time, like at least Orlovsky was in the league, like Chris Russo. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine he was even good in high school at anything. No, I think he's a big tennis guy, but not like he couldn't have played. Like he just, the way he moves and talks, like he, there's no way he could do anything athletic. And look, it is kind of, and honestly, like Dan Orlovsky, he was a scrub, but he played in the NFL. So like other But he was players, a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yes. Other players could maybe call him that if they're better than him. But uh, just a regular ass person, Dan Orlovsky's a huge man that played in the NFL and had, and had a, a, reasonably long career as an NFL player, which is like, which makes him exceptional. You know, he's an exceptional human being. And that's just all that you can't call him a scrub because he did it. He did the thing. He went and played in the NFL. And also great players don't make great analysts. No, no. Right. Montana, Joe Montana, terrible. And you know, magic Johnson. Oh, <laughs> uh, my buddy always brings up when he was he was working the like NBA NBA on NBC, yeah. and he goes takes it to the rim with some strong strength. Yeah, yeah. He's like, his his uh, Twitter posts are a gift. Oh, 
Next now, level. Boomer's still doing it. And um, what's his? Phil Sims is there looking like an old lesbian. He's still around. <laughs> now, with his the, head, too. He's, he's looking like uh, the Great Gazoo, the size of his head these days. Yeah, and his son, too. Yeah, and he's got he's got that skin that's the same color as his hair, so you don't really know <laughs> yeah, where the head weird. stops and the hair starts. <laughs> yeah, it's and now Dan Marino used to be there, but then he rocked and fired and impregnated a. a oh, he's still around. I definitely see him. Oh, he does. Oh, okay. He's okay. definitely still getting like CBS work, like he's major work. And he was in that weird, messy like Corona commercial. Or what was that going was on? Weird. That was weird. Yeah. That was a weird commercial. I didn't. And they hired some. Um, they hired like two exceptionally small guys to to stand adjacent to Messi, so Messi could seem kind of like yeah. normal height. You yeah. couldn't, even though you know guys get. A little smaller when they're older. You yeah. can never put Messi right next to Dan Marino. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, that would be great. That's why they had to have him on a boat. Good point. Uh, okay. Let's do some voicemail. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless. Shit, 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 shit. He's bad. Email number one. Hey, Baller. Drew and Phoenix. I'm Drew and Phoenix. I'm only like 30 minutes into the episode, but it seems like you're trying to get us, your community, to accuse each other of being murderers, which seems irresponsible. I believe I, I called it out specifically. Said, well, what, well, I couldn't hear what he said. We're trying to get what? Uh, he's trying. We're trying to get the audience to out themselves or their neighbors as murderers. Remember, you were saying last week oh, that we yes? definitely encountered a murderer in our life. Right. Yeah. Give them the phone, phone number again. Murderers should call in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 949-464-TBLS. Absolutely. Let us know who and why. Yeah accused one of our dear dear red circle subscribers oh tell me of being one but if you listen to the after show there's a guy named kablinky and kablinky has done at least 27 murders when his documentary comes out it's going to be called uh kablinky murders and squirters oh my god and oh brian yeah. can't explain that reference i guess you have to listen to the after oh. show to understand it. yeah no, also just wanted to really quick talk about i just saw joel Embiid is out and he's bitching and complaining that he can't win any awards if he misses more than 60 first he doesn't play in 65 games and first of all the union agreed on this deal yep. so i don't know why players are complaining now also Embiid is just a little bitch who skips every game against nikola Jokic. if you look at the games he misses when he's healthy it's always yeah. against good teams yeah well so he if you didn't miss yes Ed? i agree i agree to an extent, but this time he actually tore uh, a partial tear of his uh, ACL or PCL. Like he, he actually has a real injury yeah. now. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, also it's, but it is kind of bitch to. You're supposed to want those individual awards, but you're supposed to pretend like you don't care about them. So, right. like, 
but now it's all tied into the pay but he's already he's already won it's like one of those things that you can't get this this the super max contract unless you've been on an all nba team or which is which is voted on by writers that's so dumb that's so dumb that they did that. I, I didn't realize that, or I did, but I never really thought about it. That's yeah, but so I, dumb. I, I'd say it's better than than uh, than players. Players yeah. don't. Yeah. Players like they they don't. They don't, they don't watch the games. They, they don't pay attention to you know if one guy has a good game against you and you only see him two games a year. Yeah. It's like you know how are you really going to gauge that? Yeah. Those games, maybe you'd still be able to win awards. Uh, lastly, you know who played at least 65 games in every season of the first 15 years of their career? LeBron James, the guy that you guys saw soft. Oh, he's As soft. Young, I got to figure out. He's a bitch. All right, I have yeah. a long message of you guys. I heard somebody. I heard somebody saying how um, LeBron James would have been um, would have been a dominant NFL player. Like as a tight end, I assume, or defensive lineman. Oh, he he he! I, he's so big, he's huge, he's huge. But he also lays down when he gets a cramp. Like <laughs> it's like I saw I saw Debo Samuel put a drive a through another guy's fucking hip with his head in the Super Bowl. Like that's there's there's a le- there's levels to this, and basketball players are soft. That's all there is to it. They are soft compared to NFL hockey. I mean, nobody's softer than a soccer player, but you get it. But it's uh, like, I don't know. It, the whole performative thing that soccer players do. Yeah. Once the, the dream, well, once the dream team made the game international, yeah. then foreign players started doing those soccer antics. And that's why the NF- NBA has become a lot of performative, like wincing and pain. It didn't used to be that way. It's because of the international influence. And so then LeBron James grows up seeing this behavior, and this is what he thinks you're supposed to do. Yeah. Here's another one. Hey, Brian and Ed. Um, Listening to the new episode and the, I guess, the second or third or fourth. Oh, I believe this is our buddy Jeff in Denver. He didn't introduce himself. Hey, Jeff. He could be talking about his snake situation here. Oh, boy. Who the fuck knows discussion on? Hey, look, I'm a runner. This is a shirt that I got from running another race, and I'm going to wear it while I run, which is, again, completely fucking stupid. I just saw it. I just was out doing my 75 hard walk with my flak jacket and a bunch of a whole the whole cross-country team came running past me and they all had different shirts on from different times. They went running. You see it every time you guys said, but my question is, does that carry over to concerts and bands? Oh, this is good. Wearing the, the shirt of the band of the concert you're about to go to. Cause I just went to a concert on Monday and I'd say probably half the people that I saw are wearing the band t-shirt yeah. at the concert that they're about to go see. I've always been staunchly opposed to that. Yep. Wear another band shirt or don't wear any band shirt at all. Um, yeah, what's your what's you guys' thoughts on that? And I guess you, you have a son that's into guitar now, so 
I guess you are going to be going to a lot of concerts, so I'd, I'd like to I'd like to see what you guys think. Ed, talk to you soon. Your thoughts? Uh, I I have not been a where the concert where the band to the concert guy. Yeah. That being said, I don't. I that that doesn't bother me. No. Yeah. I so I it, it definitely never bothered me. But I, it was always kind of like considered, you know, it's like a like an unwritten rule. Oh, you don't wear the shirt of the band to the concert. Now that I'm older, I totally would wear the shirt of the band to the concert. I think that's fucking awesome. Why wouldn't you wear the shirt of the band to the, the concert? I, like, I don't recall having done it, but I probably would. I don't give a fuck. I, yeah, I have a Hall & Oates shirt. If I was ever lucky enough to go to a Hall & Oates show, yeah. I'd probably rock that shirt. Yeah, I have a, I have a Huey Lewis shirt. I, d- yeah. I don't think it fits me anymore. I think I've had to surrender it. But if I if Huey Lewis was playing, I'd throw on my Huey Lewis shirt and f- go to the fucking concert, hundred percent. And I don't mind. Like, so you ran a race? Like, what? You get? Are you supposed to just throw out the free T shirt? No, no, you can do it. You yeah, know. I don't. I don't mind that. Like, I mean, I have I have some race, some Spartan shirts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it, they're just like in my workout gear. Yeah. They throw them in the rotation. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, here's another one. Hey, guys. Super early here. Just calling in. Do my walk. Saw in the rain. Got my life black vest on. Yeah, that's right. Here, all Brian bitch about a little bit of rain and sunny California. And I'm here. Not this- last week, buddy. We had a. I can't remember what they called it. Oh, yeah. Oh. You said you said it last year's last week's show. You It was something. Some. Uh. River yes. something? Yes. Atmospheric river. Yeah, I think that's what you said. Water was coming out of the sky every single day. So much water was coming out of the sky. And then I would just sit there because, you know, we're doing 75 hard. So we got to do at least 45 minutes outdoors every day. I would sit there and just watch the rain. And as soon as it let up a little bit, throw on my gear and I'd go out there and do a hike. So, yeah, look, it's bullshit. Rain? Look, and I, I'm not opposed to rain. Why can't it just rain at night? We have it rain at night. We get all the rain we need. You hear it at the window. Puts you to sleep. You know, it's like your own little white noise machine. I absolutely love being indoors, hearing the rain. That's beautiful. Like being, being, I, lo- I love that sound. Nice. I, I think it's great. I don't want to be caught out in the rain like I'm out on my bike, but I'm saying like yeah. when you're just in for the night oh, and you nice. hear the rain, it's a nice, pleasant sound. It's a, I follow like this, um, this like, I don't know what it's called. Like, it's like cozy. It's like just pictures of like cozy um, indoor places it's like cabins and there'll be like a fireplace and the and it's like all warm inside and you can see that it's like snowing or raining outside and i'm always like forwarding them to people and uh because they just it just looks so nice and so pleasant that you're in there and you don't you know there's no no responsibility of the world's world outside and you just sit there and read your book and have it be raining outside delightful who doesn't love that Right, about 35 degrees, May 4 degrees, windy, rainy, and I'm thankful for it. Of I'm thankful because I'm doing 35 hard to make my life easier. I'm doing yeah. to make myself tougher. And every single thing that comes up is making me tougher. Yeah. I don't want easy days. My toughness is going to be there. But the hard days are going to make me grind even harder and be tougher. 
So, Brian, with yourself, be better than that, man. You guys all going? You got this in you, too, man. We're halfway through this. That's right. Halfway through, man. Be good. Love you guys. Bye. Love you, too, buddy. 75 hard. Now, I'm noticing here that Super Lee's, he's um, done a Manuel where he thinks he's hung up his phone, but there's still two more minutes of the call happening, which is which is reminiscent of Manuel and Gardenia, who thinks he's hung up, although he usually speaks for the whole three minutes. But sometimes he'll only speak like two minutes 30, and it'll be just 30 seconds. And I'm just, but there's no more words on the transcription. So I don't think we're going to catch Lee like talking and be like, fuck that Brian guy. I'm going to subscribe him to <laughs> piece of shit. This is the last time I ever call that piece of shit. Yeah. He's going to get, the, he's going to get fucking Shen Yun. Or yeah. what if this is the first listener that we hear committing a murder? Maybe that's what, maybe he did on purpose. Like BTK. Yeah. He's, he's like at a motel right now. Yeah, he's about to murder someone. Yeah, you're gonna hear him be like, "I told you, a quarter inch on the fescue, and it's three sixteenths. <laughs> that is, you're out of compliance. Time to die. Yeah, you're getting the Billy Jack treatment. Okay, here's another one, guys. Super League again. Just calling to apologize for the hang up. Fuck up. Oh, you <laughs> called me. I thought I hit the end button. I hit the put on hold button. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'll do better next time. Um. Yeah, it happens, buddy. Love you, Lee. Great guy, and I'm I'm glad you didn't turn out to be a murderer because I thought I thought that might happen. Yeah, and look, Lee's a tough motherfucker. He's he's big. He's fucking jacked. He's from Minnesota, and he played college football. Like this guy did. He's talking about he needs to get tougher. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, dude was teammates with Marion the Barbarian. That's right. Exactly. Who's who's tougher? LeBron James, who cries when he has a cramp, or Super Lee, who's fucking outside in 30 degrees going for it? Okay, here's another one. Hey, ballers. Hey, it's Ben 906 just calling in. Uh, bowling cor- correspondent oh, ben for you. Uh, maybe he's, the, the story that broke. Maybe he's going to cop to um, his his assault yeah. of you on, on the website x.com. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I just want to just want to point out Ed's a piece of shit who, who shortchanges his kids' medication. <laughs> um, early in February, I've kind of been waiting for a little bit more information to come out about it, but nothing oh. has really popped up. Uh, professional bowler uh, by the name of Brandon Novak, thirty-five. Uh, if you Google him, you'll be surprised. He's thirty-five. Not that he's named Brandon. However, this was, isn't Bam Margera's former best friend, Brandon Novak, is it? Oh, yeah. I don't think he'd be a professional bowler, but the age is about right. Uh, actually arrested during the 2024 U.S. Bowling Open Tournament uh, in Indianapolis on February 1st. So wow. he's up there on the lane, throws a shot, walks off the lane and gets um, promptly arrested. I'm going to guess. I'm going to my. I'm going to take a guess. I don't know if Ben's going to. Tell us the the charge, but I'm going to say failure to pay child support. <laughs> Just a guess. He's giving off that vibe in this yeah, picture. Big time. Unfortunately, there's no video showing the arrest. You can just see a bunch of people kind of responding uh, to it. But the best of it, uh, best of this entire situation was that uh, he was bowling well enough that even though he was pulled um, Stop off the it. lanes. He still finished thirty sixth and nice. won fifteen hundred dollars in prize money. Nice. So um, I guess there's a worse way to spend your Saturday. Uh, to a baller. Good for you, Brandon Novak. And 
is are the bowling championships always in Indianapolis? Because I St. Believe, Louis is is where the Hall of Fame is, right? Is where where did Bigger and McCracken get uh, Munson out in the at, at the bowling championships? That's, I think that was point. in Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, okay, thank you guys for that. Appreciate all your voicemails. Couple emails here. Hi, Ed, and quote Brian. Ed, a dear friend has informed us that he is constantly being asked by dog owners to pet their dogs. Is this a problem on the East Coast as well? I saw something on Twitter about an NHL All-Star game or something. Not really sure. G-Fish. That's, he's, he wants to be our hockey correspondent. You're hired. <laughs> and we, we have a buddy. That's a little inside joke there. We have a buddy that claims that every time he's out, he's accosted by people with their dogs demanding that he pet their dogs. And I... I find that hard to believe as I often am out. I take many walks. I take a walk every single day, every day I take a walk and I encounter many dogs on my walks and to a dog. I have yet that anyone requests that I pet their dog. It has never happened to me. Not even a single time. I see dogs. They walk past me. Same. I've never had someone say, oh, pet my dog. Never. That that being said, the amount of people that think you don't give a shit that Bosco is like up in my business and like getting their hair on. Like I'm allergic to dogs. So I, I can appreciate your dog, but like, I don't want to feel their snout on my hand or anything. Like people like in the elevator of my building, they'll be like, Oh yeah, he's just friendly. Like pull him the fuck away. And if I, if I lean in to pet your dog, then I'll pet the dog. Otherwise, I don't want to touch your fucking dog. Now, if you're in, in, in an elevator situation, I feel like if you have a dog in an elevator, you should do the appropriate thing and be like, I'll take the next one. Yeah. Unless, or unless or Bosco it. is, you you tighten that leash and Bosco is touching you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Keep Bosco under control. Thank you for that, G-Fish. You're hired as the official boxer. Yeah. I, don't, I don't watch... All star games, but I yeah. did see some highlights of like the skill stuff. I li- I like stuff like that, the hockey skills. Yeah. But Come there was on, one yeah. guy who didn't try. Shut there was a big there was a big thing that NHL skills. Somebody didn't try. Yeah, didn't try, and like he got. Uh, God, what was it? Uh, Kucherov. Oh, he Russian. He he didn't try, and so yeah. like. Everybody else had like, you know, similar scores and he just, his lack of enthusiasm, just, he just, he didn't want to be there. And yeah. so he like, didn't do anything that was asked of him. And it was like, so weird. Oh, what a bitch. What, Cause he probably would have rather gone to Cabo for the weekend. Like which, which is what a lot of guys do. I did see Connor McDavid, who, who's the fastest skater in the NHL for like the fifth season in a row. Yeah, he's crazy fast. And I'm reminded back in the day, they used to have the hardest shot competition, which would always be won by uh, the great ally of Frady, who, who, um, who in NHL 94 would break the, um, the glass break. Yeah. He would break the glass and he had that beautiful, he was completely bald on the top, except for just like a little bit of fuzz on the top. And then he had a beautiful long skullet hanging down out of his um, hockey helmet, which is beautiful. Uh, Okay. Here's another one. If you find gentlemen were booking the halftime show for next year's Super Bowl, who would you have performed? That's from LSU, Ed. 
Uh, Asher could not have been more boring. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I went in the kitchen and cooked. And and look, I love Alicia Keys. And it was nice to see uh, uh, your prediction of Little John come true. Little John was there. He he, yes. he answered the call. And so Luda, Chris, I I really tried to keep an open mind. I found it boring. Like oh, I don't I like I I really did only know one or two songs, and like I just. I was just bored the whole time. It's too produced. It's just not, it's just so choreographed. It's so overly produced. And I don't, it, the problem is yeah. when people think of the halftime shows, they're growing up like uh, famous bands, famous artists, like it, there's not, no. it's just, there's not bands that like you would want to see. So like to me, the most entertaining in recent years yeah. was when they got, but a bunch of hot chicks together and it was like Shakira and yeah, Jennifer like Lopez, yeah. Jennifer Lopez. Like if they're going to yeah. do that, something like that, sure. Or you get a whole bunch of rappers like they did a couple years ago. What if they brought, they should um, hire the Wu-Tang clan to perform. And then we all take, that could be a prop. <laughs> yeah. Six, Cause six ninths of the, of the, uh, Wu-Tang Clan will show up, you know, and it's like, you gotta, right. you gotta pick who's, you know, is it, is it going to be Ghostface? Is it going to be Raekwon? You know, you God, somebody's not going to be there. Well, remember my story about seeing him right before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. were so many hype men on stage and you couldn't quite tell who was like, you knew who Method Man was and you, you know, Ghostface, like, you knew Raekwon, sure. but like, you know, don't tell me you can pick. Yeah. Master Killer yeah. out of a lineup of 30, 35 guys on stage. And you're like, what, what the fuck is going on here? And they all did like medleys. Method Man probably gave a little bit of a shit about it. And the rest of them are like, yeah, I'm going Christmas shopping. Like it, like the, the, the concert was over. All their, they played a medley of all their songs. They were done in like 40 minutes. It was I crazy. Shit. I love that shit. That's awesome. Um, here's another one. Love this one, fellas. Y'all had me laughing so hard. Is the video of Jackson Mahomes being denied access to Brittany Mahomes' VIP table the greatest thing on the internet since the brawl on the docks? I, I didn't see him getting denied. I, 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 I love the brawl on the docks, though. That's the yeah. great. If he's too insufferable even for Brittany Mahomes, he's officially the worst person on the planet. I mean, behind like actual awful people, but you know what I mean? Yes. Couple of clarifications. Brian, I travel in West Texas and rural Colorado. There are no parking related concerns for my shit stops, but a good point. It doesn't really work in large metro areas. So a valid point. Please add my point of correction to the official record. It's duly noted. Ed, I have plenty of friends that work for companies that have been bought by private equity. It goes one of two ways. They either leave the company alone and let it run, or they ruin it. No middle ground. I hope they don't ruin your Orioles. I know the Orioles have been made have been terrible for twenty years, but they have done one of them. Oh, but they have one. I'm, I, I'm putting. I'm adding words. There's not. I'm saying words that are not there. I know how to read, but they have one of the most exciting young rosters in baseball. Plus, they just traded for arguably one of the 10 best pitchers in baseball. The Orioles remind me of my Astros right before the Astros started their current run of being very good and cheating to win World Series. Just enjoy the ride, my man. My grandfather was an Astros fan since they were the Houston Buffs. 
then Colt 45s. Oh, those Colt 45s. Very Damn. sweet. Damn. He lived his whole life and never saw his team be good. If my Astros can't win, I would love to see the O's do doesn't, it. Doesn't yeah. Houston Buff sound like a gay bar? When it does. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Let's. Hey, what are you doing tonight? Let's go to Houston Buffs. It's kind of like Rain City Jack. Yeah, it does. The, the Houston version of Rain City Jacks, because I'm learning, much like Fort Collins Jacks, others. Yeah, there's, there's, there's jacking there's all over the place. Yeah, there's so much jacking happening. Um, keep up the good work. For show recommendations, I just started Griselda on Netflix. It's very good. Just don't Google what the real Griselda oh, look like. I've seen Cocaine Cowboys. I know the real Griselda. Needless to say, from a casting decision on pure looks, she is more Danny Trejo than Sofia Vergara. I'll save you the Google search. That's from our friend Matthew Richards. Um, yes. You know, Griselda Blanco murked a guy or had a guy murked like three blocks from my house when I was a kid. And I didn't re I mean, I remember the murder happening. It was this dude. It was this dude that, um, he owned a chain of local Mexican restaurants and he was coming home from work after closing one night in his Porsche. And he came along a dude that had like supposedly crashed on his motorcycle in the middle of the road, blocking the road. And he stopped and some dude came up with an Uzi, just blasted him right there in the middle of the street. What happened to Uzis, by the way? I miss Uzis. And then they took off. And I remember it was a grisly thing, but everybody was saying, you know, it's probably cocaine related. Was it cocaine? And then they allude to that murder in either the cocaine cowboys or the cocaine cowboys too. And I was like, Oh, I remember that. I remember that happening. I didn't realize it was Griselda. So, yeah, when I lived in uh, Miami for a couple mm. years as a kid, that was during that was during the Miami Vice Griselda yes. heyday, and there was in it re referenced it in Cocaine Cowboys. Yes. There was like a shootout or an assassination at the Dadeland Mall, and I yes. lived like just maybe a quarter mile from the Dadeland Mall, and I remember when that happened. Oh yeah, that was gnarly. <laughs> They were just having full on machine gun battles like every other didn't they, didn't they like gun down someone in the Miami airport one yes, time? Yes, yeah. They, like it's crazy. They're, they're like, no, oh, this is the perfect place to do it. No one will expect <laughs> so they, they nailed a guy right in the terminal. Jesus. Uh great movie. And that's another good one. Cocaine Cowboys. Great documentary great. if you guys haven't seen it. Uh hi ballers. I'm not doing 75 hard. Fat, 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 fat. Does he mean? Unbelievable. Uh, oh, now I lost my place. But I am not currently drinking and I love beer. Have you tried any of the hop waters out there? Is that uh, alcohol-free? I must be. Lagunitas makes one. I'm sure you can get in California. They taste enough like beer that eventually you can trick yourself into believing you are having a super light IPA. I've brought them to parties and just drink those instead of real beer, and it doesn't make that much of a difference other than I can drive home. Give one a try. Also... What should I do with the perfectly good running shirt they give me for signing up for a race? 
I don't care that I said it says I completed the San Antonio rock and roll half marathon in 2014 on it. I'm not bragging, but it's a good running shirt. I'll await your response before I blank the perfectly good running shirt to give the good, perfectly good running shirt to goodwill or trash it. No, you can wear it, whatever. So Regardless I, I you know we this has come up a couple of times. I wear these shirts, but especially in the winter because I'm not riding outside. I'm riding on on the Peloton. I oh, go God. through I in two hours. I go through four shirts. Oh, really? You sweat them up? It's like I'm in a, a swimming pool. I mean, I'm doing. What's your I, shirt? I, You're just I, in your nah apartment? because I like I I like using the uh, the shirt to, like, to wipe my face and shit and sleeves. But like, yeah, I'm doing like what forty two miles on, on a Peloton. Like, I'm just drenched. So I just keep. I have a stash of shirts right next to me, and I just keep putting on new shirts. Oh, that's nice. Lots of laundry. Uh, okay, thank you for that, Adam in Houston. You feel free to wear the shirt. I'm just talking shit, of course. Uh, let's talk some not sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give Hetero Life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. A mind on joy on DVD. Ed, what is going on in the world of not sports? Very disturbing. Southeast Asia. Indonesian singer Yuni Shara explains why she watches porn with her teenage sons. It's so she can educate them. Hear me out. Okay. Do you think that when God smote that Indonesian soccer player with that bolt of lightning, mm-hmm. he may have intended it for Uni Shara? <laughs> it, it you you look at the picture of her boys. The kid on the right, the kid on the right is already broken. You can yeah. tell his spirit is left his body. Yeah. The kid on the left looks like he's kind of into watching porn with mom. Yeah. Yes, he, he does. Yeah. yeah. Kid on the right, you you see a soulless look into the camera. Yeah. Like, my, my mom watches porn with us. Also, the kid on the right looks like, it, this looks like a superimposed job because he's his head is as big <laughs> as the other two's head combined. Uh, Yeah. 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 He, he looks like they're different, different fathers for sure. Yeah. And yeah. also, all right, so the next picture down. Yep. Gotta say, mom's Ooh, fit. Wow, yeah. Although, yeah, yeah. Beefy boy still looks yeah, broken. Yeah. He looks like he's, he's crying his way down the stairs. Look, the other kid looks like he's having way too much fun. <laughs> yes, he does. He's, he's enjoying the porn viewing. A popular Indonesian oh. singer has been questioned on her parenting techniques after she revealed that she watches porns with her two young teenage sons. Oh, come on. Why you setianing booty known as Unishara revealed in a YouTube interview that she sits down to watch porn 
with teenagers on a regular basis. The controversial revelation has been met with a mixed reception. <laughs> mixed. Uh, by who? Yeah. With some social media users you, branding. Uni, mother- uni giving herself positive reviews. Everyone else saying, <laughs> no. Yeah, this yeah, is she's, right. she's making new accounts. She's, she keeps signing up with different email addresses. <laughs> the controversial revelation has been met with mixed reception. With some, Okay. With some social media users branding the mother as, quote, creepy. <laughs> Why the rush to judgment? I mean, let her live. (laughs) While some psychological experts have praised her forward-thinking parenting. Who are these? No. There's got to be boundaries. There there is a a, um, documentary about the – I believe he's – oh, he's Italian. The Italian – Porno actor Rocco Sifredi. Okay. Who and I would not recommend that <laughs> anybody watches Rocco any doing some rocking. Anything starring Rocco because <laughs> he has and it's revealed in this documentary that he had an interesting relationship with his mother oh (laughs) well no no. i don't know i don't know it's maybe but my point is is that it's like he's he's a married man and he retired from porno and he's married he's a beautiful wife i think they live in like belgium or something and his wife is I think she's an ex porno lady or whatever. And they, you know, it's like the porno life was very lucrative for him. So I think they're pretty comfortable. But the problem is, is that once they got, um, once he retired, he needed he was, it. He needed it to the extent that he was getting five or six prostitutes every day. Yeah. That seems right. So finally she was like, maybe you just go back. It's too much. Like just, just go back to doing porno acting again. But it, I I'm reminded of it because they, um, they ask his sons in the documentary. Cause he's Brocco's got a couple sons and they're like, you know, they're like working on like model airplanes or something out in the greenhouse <laughs> or wherever they live. And they're like, Hey, um, do you know, like what your dad hey, does sport. for a living. <laughs> yeah. And the just dejected look of like, we knew <laughs> yeah. you were going to ask that at some point. And they're like, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's got a jackhammer. Yeah. We get it. Oh, <laughs> and it's, he's. Dad he's, puts in work. Yeah. I mean, what Rocco does in the pornos would is unnecessary because he's already assaulting them with the, with the weapon that he was blessed with it's, it's he doesn't need to do it to them in the, the manner fervor yes that he does so <laughs> no uh, no recommendation to any of the films of Rocco Sofredi and also uh Uni Shara you know maybe I, I think her parenting we would call unconventional <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just take a look at her boys, and you can uh, see how the parenting's working on one of those boys. Uh, he's broken. Yeah. He's broken. Yeah. It's and come on. Tough. You go to school with that son? <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, maybe it's bad enough that you're watching pornos with your mom, but now everybody at school knows you're watching pornos with your mom. And that's, you know, I can't. There was a, in middle school, there was one time, it was a bullying situation. It was like a whole bunch of kids and they kind of made one kid admit his mom was attractive and- yeah. And uh, yeah, he he heard about it for the rest of his days. <laughs> that is. Remember the time you talked about wanting to fuck your mom? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's worse than your buddy's mom wanting to fuck Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. poor Jake. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Ozzy Osbourne, the Blizzard of Oz, said he denied Kanye West's request to sample War Pigs on his new album. He's an anti-Semite. <laughs> Well, Good old Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy's the best, man. He's still sort of coherent, which is great for him. And, you know, he's got his publishing. Yeah. There's um, a guy I didn't expect no. to still be with us. Yeah, and he's, and I've said it before, he's one of those guys that probably could have benefited from Odin around like 1983 or so because the the legacy was intact at that point. Like he was... He he'd done it all, and now he's just like kind of this this bumbling old yeah. man, you know, shuffling around, taking oxycontins. So, but what what I would say, yeah, for a, a rap hook sampling war pig sounds pretty badass. Yeah, have I you would, seen the have you seen the T Pain version of War Pigs? Nah, I don't know if I have. Oh, it's fucking amazing, Ed. It's like T Pain. Can hold on. Let's let's call it up here because it's kind of worth it. And look, we're not a big enough song. We're not a big enough show that anybody's going to catch us for like copyright. This is this is probably in the bonus content. Yeah, this is going to. Yeah, it's the bonus content anyway. I'll make sure. What a song War Pigs is. Such a good song. And T-Pain does it proper. Destruction, sorcerer of death, destruction. In the fields of bodies burning, as the war machine keeps turning. Death and hatred to mankind, poisoning their brain, what's mine? Oh, Lord. 
Ozzy signed off on that one, by the way. He's, yeah, he's uh, to pain. Yeah, he did it. He did it like a you know yeah. just a traditional cover. Traditional cover. Yeah. I'm just thinking that if you use the the right sample from that, oh, it yeah. could be pretty badass. Amazing, absolutely. Uh, a man named Mark Howard. Yes. Slipped out of his handcuffs thanks to the lube he was using to pleasure himself in the Vanderbilt University Divinity Library. Wow. Hey, when life gives you lemons, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hey. He's like, oh, if only I could slip out of these cuffs. Except I've got lube, <laughs> lube yeah. on me. Look, Mark Cowart was playing chess while the Vanderbilt University cops. Yeah, you know those checkers. cops. Those, guys, yeah. those are like Richard, Richard Jewell kind of guys. Yeah, they, they couldn't pass the psych test to become real cops, so they become campus police. Yeah, they're busting people for smoking weed in their room and shit. Right, right. And jerking off in the <laughs> Vanderbilt University Divinity yeah, they, Library. I want to know what was going on in that Divinity Library. Yeah. Truth. Yeah, what's going on there? Is no wait, Now, is Vandy like a religious school? This is news I to me. I don't think so, but yeah. there could still be yeah, sure. some some element of religious something. It, it is the South. So Right. Yeah. Uh yeah, he he was going for it. Yeah. He's had brought his own lube. Well, I mean, so Ed, this is something to think about. You could never escape handcuffs when you're caught masturbating because you're a dry jacker. Dry jacker. A dry, a dry jacker? It's a, yet another reason not to go dry. What one, look, if you go dry, let's be honest, you hate your dick. Okay? You want you want your dick to feel pain, much like Rock, Rocco Safredi wants to. But it's one of those mother. things that it started at an early, early age. Make a and decision. I was like, this feels good enough. Yeah. So I never needed to add, I'm not a prop comic. I just use what I've got. Yeah. Yep. I started out as a dry man. I will be honest. In my early forays into masturbation, I was I went dry. But early on I realized, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna make a career out of this, <laughs> I can't I can't go dry the rest maybe of my that's, life. I need to maybe lubricate. that's why I'm nearly retired from the game these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a rare occasion for me, but if I, you know, if I get into it, if I get a little bored, a little tired, I'll lube up, much like the great, the legend of the Vanderbilt University Divinity Library. Jerk Mark Howard. Mark Howard, the great Mark Howard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, finally, yes. Southwest Airlines was ridiculed after proudly showing off their cramped new seating. Someone responded, is there an option to stand? <laughs> well, that's coming. It, I, yes, I, it is coming. It'll they'll give you they'll they'll make you be strap hangers. Yeah, you'll you'll yes, get to be yeah. like the old subway. Yeah, exactly. Now, I I think they like th- didn't they make the seats thinner? Yes, is that the deal? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was one of their yeah. Furious flyers are telling Southwest Airlines to take a seat. The budget carrier, and I, look, I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit this. I take, I fly Southwest all the time because it flies out of my local airport, and there's like and the cheap. most flights. Yeah, and it's cheap. The budget carriers on blast after the bungled unveiling of their next generation interiors, with even loyalists complaining bitterly about the cramped cabins overfilled with seats that look thin and rock hard. Yeah, I think you're getting less cushions, everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like a bus seat, like hard plastic. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, look, there's a thing for your head. It's probably knocked out. This is not like air travel fucking sucks as it is. Like I, I this is this isn't that much worse. It's just a shitty seat on a shitty flight. Honestly, if there's less seat, I feel like there's more room for your body. But I don't know. Um yeah. You know because you know that they've yeah. They're, they're, they're definitely people. not giving you more room for your body. No, that's true. That's true. Absolutely. They've shrunk no. everything. Yeah. And people's especially on on Southwest, people got some pretty big bodies on those flights. Uh, okay. Look, I don't I I I would say a lot of those flights probably are like two hour flights, like not not big. Yeah. I wouldn't want to take a transatlantic flight on no, something no, like that. No, absolutely not. Uh, okay, let's wrap it up there for Ed Daily. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode number five hundred eleven of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. See you next week. Goodbye. TBLS, hell yes, the lifestyle's baller. Podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Plus, Daily Choice Ed's taking a peek while you're over at the urinal taking a leak. Talking loud, comers, conundrums, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star. And the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot Man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is for all us TBLS, the lifestyle's baller